This is Ashton Marcus, and I'm on location at Stages Theater for the presentation of Boing Boing. My name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine, and you are? My name is Phil Nieto. Uh, I've been involved in the theater scene here for a little over two years now. Um, most of my training is in sketch and improv. I'm a graduate of Second City Hollywood and uh, do a lot of sketch and improv out there in theater. And I played Robert in Boeing Bone. Robert is uh, the best friend from childhood of Bernard, our main character. Um, shows up at his apartment unannounced, which is where our, the play is set. And uh, he basically goes from a, a country bumpkin learning uh, Bernard's ways of having multiple fiancés and uh, tries to help him cover his tracks with all his three fiancés. And in the process... Uh, kind of tries to take a couple of them away from him because he realizes that after all in the end, Bernard can't have all three. And so uh, it's kind of Robert's journey from going from scared and nervous to learning that he can kind of deal with all the madness. Uh, did you uh, see the original movie of this with, uh, uh, with Jerry Lewis? Uh, I have seen it, yes. Uh, did you take anything from it or did you decide not to use it? The movie went on a different path, so I didn't use a whole lot from it um, because... Brian, who plays Bernard and I, did the sequel to this play, Don't Rest for Dinner, last year. We had our characters pretty much set, and that was before I'd seen the movie. So I already knew who I thought Robert was going in. Um, and so the movie, they changed some things. Their relationship was different. Their relationship in the movie is much more adversarial, whereas in, in the, the play, it's, it's much more friendly. And so, no, I didn't take a whole lot from the movie, to be honest. Yeah, I really loved your your performance here. I really loved the the take you took into it because I've seen Boing Boing before, and I've seen people trying to play play down Jerry Lewis. They're doing Jerry Lewis, but a mild version of it. But you took it in a totally different round. I just loved it. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, and it was a, a lot of it was just in. It's written in there, um, and it took some time. And with, I mean, obviously, great direction from Amanda DeMeo. Um, to help me figure out how Robert was feeling in these situations. And, you know, we worked through it together and bounced ideas off of each other. And it was really kind of a collaborative effort putting the character together and kind of how figuring out how he should progress through the play from scared to confident. Yeah. I've actually noticed that because you, you, you took a different route, the whole focus came on you. Because uh, I've seen that character being, a, being like the supporting actor, but it seems more like you're down with the leading actor. What do you think about that? Um, I, I don't, and that was not my intention, obviously. Um, <laughs> um, I, I mean, Robert is out there for 90% of the play. I mean, other than one scene in the beginning and uh, a scene in the middle, even when it's other people's scenes, I'm there in the background. So it's a lot of kind of figuring out, even when the scene's not about me, uh, how is Robert feeling? What is he doing? How is he reacting to what's going on around him? Um, and so it was a lot of kind of just figuring out those moments and trying to stay true to how he would be feeling. How did that happen? Because like, I could imagine the director coming and starting this play. Tony Curtis is usually the lead. we got Jerry Lisa over here. Let's read the script. And suddenly at the end of the play, we have the supporting actor being the keystone here, being the main focus. How, how did that happen? Uh, I guess you could say the pieces just fell together. I, I mean, I'm... I wasn't aware that it was viewed that way. I, I, I went into the script reading it, and after seeing, after doing Don't Dress for Dinner last year, I, I felt that we were kind of co-leading men. I, I never saw it as a leading man and a supporting man, uh, and I think Brian is probably the same way. I think we both went into it thinking, you know, co-leading men with, with the women, and so uh, I never put any thought to, one, trying to pull back to be a supporting man. That never crossed my mind, but also I never had any intention to try and make 
Bernard's character the supporting man either. It was we were trying to build something together and and make things funny, um, make people laugh together. And I think we uh, we found some good stuff and we're able to do that. Well, again, I really liked your uh, your portrayal of this. Thank, thank you very, very much. much. Yeah, thank you very much for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. And you're? My name is Brian Fickner. I um, am a theater actor here in Orange County, do a lot of work at stages and have um, appeared on some other um, stages in the area as well. And I'm currently working in the solar industry. I played Bernard. Bernard is um, a guy who lives in early 1960s Paris in a very swank apartment, um, and he's juggling three fiancés. None of them know that the others exist. Um, I have an old school friend that comes uh, to stay in town with me for a while, and everything just goes kablooey. I've noticed that you make Bernard a British actor. Was that from the director, or or did you just come up with it yourself? That was from the particular... um, uh, translation that we were working off of the script translation had had us as as English. Um, I know there's a few different translations and versions of it, so we went with that one. Yeah, I've seen actually the the movie with Tony Curtis in there, and he played a, more of an American type. Of right? They had they had. I haven't seen the movie, but I have read you know about it and know a little bit about it. And they they did swing it that way to have them actually Americans. Um, playing the, the two lead um, males in the show. Okay, if you didn't uh, base your character on Tony Curtis, uh, who did you base your character on, or, or what kind of research did you do? Um, I didn't, I haven't, I didn't base it on anything. We did Don't, uh, Don't Dress for Dinner last year about this time, which is the sequel to Boeing Boeing, so now we're actually doing a prequel to that, and so we're going in reverse. As for basing it on anything, I just kind of went by what, honestly, what I would be like if I was in this situation. And um, uh, trying to hide, you know, women away, and at the same time try to keep them all in the in the same sphere as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's a farce. So it's it's basically just kind of you're you're flying by the seat of the um, uh, the events. So yeah, I actually like the way you portrayed it because it was a lot more original. I've seen a lot of people just doing uh, impersonations of Tony Curtis. Really? Well, thank you. Right. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Yes, thank you very much. I have my pleasure. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine. And you're? Michelle Lynn. Um, I usually, this is actually my first play that I've ever done. I do musical theater around Orange County. I work at Your Belinda Spotlight Theater Company, teaching voice and piano. And I love performing. I play Gretchen, the German stewardess. Uh, Gretchen is an overly dramatic and lovable character. She um, is in love with Bernard, who is her fiancé. But things quickly go awry when his friend Robert comes to town, and I don't want to spoil anything. But it's—I get to kiss a lot of people. Yeah, actually, I've heard complaints from female actors that basically they feel there aren't enough substantive roles for, for women actors. Do, do you think this play is just nostalgic? This is just the way they did it in the old days. I believe it was done like in the '60s or something. Oh, yeah, it's definitely—it's definitely, it's definitely uh, from the '60s, and um, there's a lot of things that we do kind of have to think in our own characters, how can we make this relatable to an everyday audience, to an audience today? So you find the depths of those characters that maybe they weren't completely seen back in the 60s, but you feel it in the characters, and which is why it's you find those levels of love and craziness all at the same time. So do you take this, would you take this as just a light-hearted comedy that there's really no meaning behind it? 
I would say there's a lot of meaning behind it. It's, you know, follow your heart. Especially for Gretchen. She's, she follows her heart. She wears her heart on her sleeve and she's not afraid to scream it out to the rooftops. Alright, well thank you very much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and you're... Hi, I'm Brianna Pickford. I am a Los Angeles native, moved out to Orange County, and have been participating in the theater scene here for about two years now. Um, was doing theater back up in L.A. and studied it in school, so now I'm happy to just be doing it for fun here. Uh, I played Gabriella, the Italian stewardess in Boeing Boeing. Gabriella is a saucy Italian lady, and she uh, she's a flight attendant. Uh, she comes and she loves Bernardo. She's... Uh, Coming home from a long journey, you know, around the world on one of her flights, uh, she has a couple of hours to spend with him, so she, you know, loves him, and uh, it's her, th he's her fiancé, and so she's just like, all she wants to do is marry him, and she's just so happy, but she gets thrust into this craziness of two other fiancés and uh, his new friend that has come and visited uh, him in town, so it's been, uh, so it, it's just this wild ride, and it just escalates to craziness until she finds out about, you know, one of the other fiancés. So how did you distinguish your character from the other three women? I mean, uh, how did you give your own personality to, um, to it? Well, uh, she's Italian, so that helped a lot. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it was all written in the script really um you know the other the other two have their quirks uh, gabriella is just um passionate and loves bernard and and that's like her main goal is to get him to marry her and um i think you know that's different from the other girls they've got other they've got other things in mind and and other things happen to them but gabriella is just focused on getting her man and and having bernard to herself uh, do you have any comments on the role of women uh, actors nowadays i mean is there enough roles out there with substance and meat in them uh that's a good question uh i i've enjoyed working on this project i was actually thinking that like what a good for what a good show for women to get to do uh you know you have four different huge personalities and all of the women in the show and uh you know i i wish there were more pieces like this where it wasn't focused on the men and where we can really uh you know have female comedic roles that that we can all just dive into and it's been it's been a, a wild ride and been so much fun yeah. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you very much. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and you're? I'm Alexis Starry. I play Gloria in Boeing, Boeing. I'm an undergraduate student at Azusa Pacific University studying communications and theater arts, and uh, this is my first show with stages. I play Gloria, the American fiancé. Gloria is a modern-thinking uh, young woman from New York who um, is very open with what she thinks and uh, make sure that everyone knows what's on her mind. Uh, this play was actually done during the sexual revolution. Is that true? Absolutely. And Gloria, I think, is kind of the uh, representation of that. She has very modern ideas of what a relationship should look like. So she's not necessarily um, committed to the older ideals of monogamy like Bernard. Yeah, I've actually heard people, uh, some women, female actors, uh, find that... Uh, it's somewhat offensive because uh, it's like there's this history of women not getting very meaty roles or being, uh, you know, having stereotypes there. And again, because this was done during the sexual revolution, do you, do you find that uh, problematic? I don't think that it's um, necessarily offensive. I mean, depending on when a period piece was or when a the period that a piece was written in, um, that's going to impact the way that women are um, 
shown in that role. Uh, so, I mean, if you if you get something that was written before the sexual revolution, you're much more likely to end up with an ingenue type role where um, the women aren't very meaty characters. They're kind of dependent on the characters that the men play. Um, but I, the thing I love about Gloria in Boeing Boeing is it is such a, um, a different kind of role than something that a young woman usually gets to play. Usually um, someone like me would end up in an ingenue type role that's very dependent on the male. And Gloria is very independent. She has her own personality, her own ideas, and they don't conform to um, traditional standards. So it's really fun to play, I think. Yeah, actually, I, f I found your role. I've seen other play uh, plays of Boing Boing before, but I see you took a different take on it. You were a little more independent than the other ones. Uh, the other roles, I've actually seen them being more typical of the of the of the period. I think that um, because Gloria has these really um, modern ideas of sexuality and relationships, to to do something that's more dependent is. Um, I don't think it does her justice. I think she has more to her than that. So that's why I uh, decided to go with more of an independent and free-spirited uh, version of Gloria. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Hi, I'm Ashton Marcus with KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine, and you're? Amy Lauren Geddes. I graduated from UCI with a degree in drama, and I've been acting in Orange County for probably about 30 years now. Um, hop around to different theaters, get in as much as I can between my day job. And uh, which character did you play? Bertha. Bertha is a maid in Paris. Um, she really is the person who helps uh, Bernard keep things churning so that he doesn't get caught with bringing three different women in and out of his um, Parisian apartment all of the time. Um, she's one of the only people in the house who knows what's going on besides him. Yeah, uh, did, I've seen UCI do this before, this, this play. Did you do it in, with them, or have you ever seen them do it before? No, I graduated a good long time ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, again, uh, I was told by them that uh, this is actually a French farce, and they have classical things about French. One of the things about the classical French farce is the, so the servants are usually smarter than the masters. I would agree with that. That's, yes, definitely true in this, this particular show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I also noticed that you didn't push it that much. You didn't seem as dominant. Because, again, the movie was slightly different. It was more... It was more American domestic help and all that. So uh, did, you, did you tone it down or did you try to push forward? Or what, what do you think about that? Um, well, as, as far as the movie, it's a completely different piece, really. They changed the storyline quite a bit. They changed um, the women were all different ethnicities. They had instead of an American, they had um, someone from the UK. They turned the Italian into a French woman. The, the French maid was American instead. So it really changed a lot of the meat of the story um, just inherently through that. I think as far as me, I don't think I toned it down. I, I think um, I think Bertha very much knows what's going on in every scene and just is living in the moment because it is flying. Everybody is flying through that house so fast. She just has to keep going as fast as she can to try and keep up. Do you feel the, that these pieces, because again, they were, this was done during the sexual revolution, mm -hmm. so obviously characters are written the way the writers were at that point in time. Right. Do, do you feel that it... it, it, it it's, it basically causes a stereotype to be uh, drawn from it? Yeah, I think the women are pretty stereotypical, honestly. Um, but that's, you, in any for farce, the characters tend to be stereotypical. You have to have them be bigger than life and um, caricatures almost and just bring in real human um, personalities with that larger than life. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. With being bigger than you normally would, but still have real human emotion. 
Well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. Boing Boing will be playing at Stages Theater from May 8th to June 14th. For more information, go to www.stagesoc.org or theorangecurtainrev.com.